Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our gardens. Every week we'll be looking at a different bird and this week we'll be looking at a bird that everyone's heard of, fewer have seen, but can be a garden bird and that is the amazing Kingfisher. Kingfishers, for many people, are top of the wish list of birds they would love to see. They have a slightly mythical feeling about them. More brightly coloured and beautiful than any bird deserves to be, and it's impossible for mere mortals to set eyes on them. They must be as rare as albatrosses, but they're not. All you need to see a kingfisher is a little bit of luck and a willingness to look. And if you are really lucky, you might not have to look any further than your back garden. It can happen, and it does happen. Gardens with large ponds are sometimes visited throughout the year by this most beautiful of birds as part of its hunt for fish. If you live near a river, you might even find that your garden's on the bird's flight path. And even if neither of these are true for your garden, during harsh winters, they may even take a little Peter and Paul suet from a bird table as they migrate near to coastal areas. So put up a bird table, scatter a little Peter and Paul suet pellets on it, and keep your fingers crossed. As beautiful as the kingfishers are, they're nevertheless usually given away by their call, a sharp metallic piercing whistle, unlike any other British bird, and not too dissimilar to a dog whistle. After you've heard that call, what you usually see next is an electric blue missile as it whizzes by, wings whirring as it goes. They're so quick, they're like laser traces, so bright that their afterimage feels seared into your retina. Few birds fly quite as straight as a kingfisher, and none share its combination of beauty and brilliance in miniature. For they are a tiny bird, not much bigger than a chaffinch, with stump of a tail, an outsized head and dagger for a bill, which always look too big for the bird to carry. Kingfishers always seem to be in a hurry, and they are. They rarely live longer than a year or so, and are very vulnerable to bad weather. Droughts, floods, snow and ice can all reduce their chances of survival. So to compensate, each have up to three broods of half a dozen chicks in a season. But if you are lucky enough to see one perched and still, you notice that they shimmer with aquamarine and turquoise above, perfectly set off by a white throat and rusty orange underparts. Although they sometimes turn up in gardens, kingfishers are well and truly tied to water, building their nest in burrows deep in sandy riverbanks. They are, as you would expect, fish-eating specialists, though they also take insects and tadpoles, and their way of life revolves around finding a fish, a headlong plunge and an underwater grab, and this is something that keeps them very busy. The ancient Greeks called the bird the halcyon, and believed that they calmed the seas. This gives rise to the expression halcyon days, describing a time of calm and tranquillity. But a kingfisher's busy life and all too brief flash of colour and movement is anything but tranquil. The beautiful iridescent plumage of a kingfisher makes it one of the most colourful and instantly recognisable birds. Despite this, it's rarely seen due to its shy nature. The upper parts are a bright blue, while the underparts are a rich chestnut red. Although if seen in flight, these colours may not be very obvious.
The bill is long and dagger-like. Although the sexes are generally similar in breeding pairs, they can be distinguished by the bill of the female has a red base, whereas the male's is completely black. Although similar to adults, kingfisher juveniles have duller greener plumage. The kingfisher has no particular song, however. They vocalise using a thrill tee or tee-hee call. Their flight call is a short, sharp whistle, chee, repeated two or three times. Anxious birds emit harsh shriek, and nestlings call for food with cheering noises. Kingfisher courtship occurs in spring. The male will approach the female with a fish in his beak. He will hold it so that the head of the fish is facing outwards and attempt to feed it to the female. If he is unsuccessful, he will simply eat the fish himself. He may have to repeat this feeding behaviour for some time before mating occurs. Kingfishers make burrows in sandy riverbanks. The burrow consists of a horizontal tunnel with a nesting chamber at the end and are usually about a metre long. The female lays about five to seven white glossy eggs, but sometimes will lay up to ten. The eggs average 1.9 centimetres in breadth, 2.2 centimetres in length, and weigh about 4.3 grams, of which 50% is shell. The male and the female share the job of incubating the eggs for about 20 days. Both incubate by the day, however only the female incubates by night. The eggs hatch in 19 to 20 days and the young remain in the nest for a further 24 to 25 days, sometimes longer. Once large enough, the young birds will come out of the burrow entrance to feed. And as I've already mentioned, two or three broods may be reared in a season. During the breeding season, Kingfishers can often be seen hunting around the deep pools that form in bends of rivers. These locations are rich in young fish that the kingfishers feed to their young. A hungry brood of kingfishers can demand over a hundred fish a day from their parents. The early days for the young kingfishers are the most dangerous. About four days after leaving the nest, the fledglings will take their first dives into the water to find prey. Unfortunately, those who will not have learned how to fish by this time may become waterlogged and drowned. About only half survive more than a week or so. Kingfishers feed predominantly on fish, but also tadpoles, shrimp, aquatic insects, when available. They are fearsome predator, readily taking prey larger and heavier than themselves. They will perch patiently on the lookout for any telltale fish movements in the water below. When it spots a fish, the kingfisher makes a split-second assessment of the depth and precise location, and then dives, bill first into the water, with eyes closed and beak half open. The kingfisher seizes the slippery prey and carries it back to a perch. The design of a kingfisher's beak is aerodynamically efficient, allowing it to dive from a perch towards its prey with maximum speed and minimum splash. In fact, the beak design is so clever that the front of many Japanese bullet trains are modelled to mimic it.
Despite not being a typical garden bird, if you have a pond or live near a large waterway, you may be lucky enough to attract a kingfisher into your garden. They will even come to bird tables in particular harsh winters when water freezes over and have been known to take suet. So Peter and Paul suet pellets or Peter and Paul suet blocks placed on a bird table would be the food of choice. Suet bird food has to be worth the peck. Birds lead busy lives. The amount of time it takes a bird to land and peck, it has to get a bite that's worth the effort. However, some cheap suet products are not what you would call great, and can, and indeed do, have up to 20% filler in them, which can be anything from sand, chalk dust, or even glue. That's why I wanted to ensure that at Peter and Paul, we only supply the very, very best quality suet products. A product that's both as safe and nutritious as it could possibly be. So why are my suet products so good? Well, let's start with the suet. Suet is the most nutritious of ingredients, so it stands to reason the more suet a product has, the better it is. Peter and Paul suet products contain as much as three times the suet levels of other top brands. That said, the more concentrated and higher quality the suet is, the better it is for birds also. Peter and Paul suet products contain only 100% human grade edible beef dripping, which happens to be a denser form of suet and therefore has a higher payback in calories per gram. To put it simply, the more suet and the better that suet is, the more birds you'll get in your garden. Peter and Paul suet products also contain an exciting ingredient, spirulina, which has proven to be a fantastic supplement, highly beneficial for our feathered friends. Spirulina is basically an edible blue-green microalgae that grows naturally in lakes. Spirulina makes a bird's plumage glossier, intensifies their natural colour, improves their health, and it also increases their fertility many folds. Basically, it's wonderful, and it's what makes my suet extra special. Just getting back to kingfishers, to give you the best chance of seeing them in your garden, and to be a guaranteed magnet for other wildlife, creating a pond is far the best thing you can do, particularly as most of our natural wetlands are disappearing. And from a selfish point of view, pretty much all ponds inhabitants and visitors from frogs to toads, bats to dragonflies have a wonderful appetite for garden pests. Kingfishers are resident all year round in the UK, although they will exhibit some short migratory behaviour. For instance, over harsh winters they may migrate near coastal areas, but rarely further than that. Due to lack of food during harsh weathers, kingfishers can suffer severe mortality and population crashes. However, they can recover quickly because of those three broods per season and up to six chicks per brood. They are listed as an amber status on the birds of conservation concern. Kingfishers are particularly vulnerable to habitat degradation and watercourse pollution. In fact, the long-time population decline since 1970 is, according to the RSPB, due primarily to river pollution, especially those near industrial towns and cities. Such heavy polluted rivers tend not to be home to significant populations of fish, and hence do not attract kingfishers. All the more reason to feed them in our garden. 
Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after kingfishers and other garden birds by providing a wildlife friendly garden that includes water and having the very very best food available for them. Foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul wild bird foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and-paul.com or pop into one of our wonderful Pets Corner stores. The nearest store to you can be found at the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk. Well, that's it from me. I hope you enjoyed this look at kingfishers. For further birds, please continue to check out the stream and I look forward to speaking to you soon.